Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've mentioned before that recently, sometimes to kill time, I will watch YouTube videos of police pulling people over the side of the road. Sometimes they're quite fascinating because this is all being filmed these days. Uh, officer body cams, dash cams, and a lot of the people themselves film the interactions. I've actually seen it before. Somebody found all of these different cameras of the same event and showed it from different angles. It's kind of cool. Uh, but here's one where I suspect a North Dakota lawmaker kind of wishes that this stuff wasn't being filmed. Uh, both uh, Ian and some other people sent it to me from MSN. Jack Dura writes that a North Dakota lawmaker made homophobic remarks to an officer during a DUI stop. And that's all caught on body cam footage. North Dakota lawmaker who serves on a panel that handles law enforcement legislation made homophobic and anti-migrant remarks to a police officer who arrested him on a charge of driving drunk, according to the body camera footage. He's a state rep of Williston. He was also charged with refusing to provide a chemical test. Both that and the drunk driving charge are misdemeanors under state law. He is scheduled for a February 5th pretrial conference in municipal court. Um, the police pulled him over on December 15th for failing to maintain his lane, according to the report. The officer wrote that the man was verbally abusive, homophobic, racially abusive, and discriminatory toward the officer for the entire duration of the incident following the roadside test. And by the way, you'll see these people getting pulled over. And for whatever reason, it seems that they always go one way or the other and never like in the middle. Or <laughs> and when you see it go off the rails this way, you're like, oh boy, oh boy. And now here's the thing. Um, I've mentioned before, I'm not a drinker. I don't drink much alcohol. And so I am not as familiar with being falling down, blackout drunk as some people are. But I, I've noticed that some people when they get drunk beyond a certain point, and I'm not necessarily talking about this guy, I'm just talking about people in general, will go off in a way that you're like, wow, where did that come from? Because when someone's saying words and expressing thoughts, even though they're drunk, you go, but they must have had those thoughts in there, right? Maybe they, maybe they had that filter, they had that gate shut while they were sober, and then the gate opens now that they're drunk? I don't know, but the slurs can be heard in the footage from the body camera, which was requested by and provided to the Associated Press. And that means it'll be on YouTube shortly. Uh, in the recording, uh, he also said he would call the North Dakota Attorney General about the situation. He told the officers, uh, and there's more than one, they would regret picking on me because you don't know who I am. Now, that's a variation on the do you know who I am. And this guy's saying you don't know who I am, which is not as big of a flex um, because they pull over all kinds of people they don't know who they are. But he's suggesting that if you only knew who I was, boy, you'd, you'd behave differently. Uh, he also cursed while riding the patrol car and questioned the officer's English uh, and the accent with which he spoke. He asked him, how many of your friends and family members have been brutalized and terrorized by migrants? Um, Forum News Service first reported on these remarks. Asked for a comment later, presumably when he had a, a clearer mind, shall we say. He replied by email. Inebriated or not, my actions and words to law enforcement that night were absolutely unacceptable. Period. Now, that's, that's good. And, and I always appreciate it, especially when people in power uh, recognize in the light of day what they should be saying. Um, it's unfortunate. And he's pointing out that he's not even to blame the inebriation. So I'll give him credit for that. He didn't say, that wasn't me. That was, you know, that's, that's not really me. 
everyone knows I'm a nice guy. He didn't do that. Inebriated or not, my actions and words were absolutely unacceptable. So I'll give him that. He said he was sorry and vowed to make sure this never happens again. (laughs) Now, I'm only laughing. And I've mentioned before that in my career, I've been practicing law for 32 years, just entered my 33rd year of practice. And I've handled all manner of cases over the years, not just Lemon Law cases. Lately, I've been focusing on those the last 10, 15 years. But early in my career, I did all kinds of stuff. Employment law, landlord-tenant law, drunk driving cases. The one thing I've never done is I've never been a prosecutor. I've never been a prosecutor. But I've, I've, I've been a court-appointed attorney, and, and I had a few drunk driving cases there also. And I can tell you, that I told my clients who came into my office on a first offense drunk driving, I said, here's what happened in your situation. I show them what the law says, what, you know, how to categorize what they did. I go, here's what could happen to you. Here's what I'm going to try to get to happen to you. I'm trying to lessen this. And if all works out, I can make this as painless as possible. Not completely painless, but as painless as possible. However... I got to let you know something. The way the laws are written now, first offense, drunk driving is pretty bad. Second offense, exponentially worse. Third offense, you can go to prison. Boy, that escalated quickly, right? So I told my clients, just to let you know, I do not handle second offenses. I don't handle them. I do not handle them. So I'm going to handle your first offense, do the best I can for you, and get you through the system. So when you come out the other side, it'll be as painless as possible, but there's going to be some pain, just to let you know. Fines, costs, restrictions on your license, that kind of thing. But but the second offense is so much worse that I don't even handle them. I don't even want to handle them. And there's a couple reasons for that. And one of them is this. If somebody tells you that you just made a gigantic mistake, it's going to drag you through the court system, make you feel like you've been legally keel-hauled, you're going to pay all kinds of money, all kinds of programs, treatment, probation, all kinds of stuff, restricted driving to and from work only, that kind of thing. And you do it again, uh, it makes one wonder if you learned a lesson. And if you didn't learn a lesson, how much can I do for you? You can say, Steve, whatever you did the first time, you do the second time. No, 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 no. The, 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 the rules change on the second one and the third one, as I pointed out, the, among other things. The punishments are much more severe. But I hate to say this, but if I tell somebody, here's what you should do, and they don't do it, and they come back and go, now what do I do? And I'm advising you and you don't take my advice? My advice to you is don't drink and drive. That's my advice to you. And it should be underscored by what's happening to you here in court. So I can tell you that in my entire career, Never had anybody call me back. Now, (laughs) it's possible that some people got seconds and remembered my lecture and said, I can't call him. He won't take my case. I wouldn't have. But I never got that call. And so I hope that the people I represented were smart enough not to get a second. But it ought to be a learning experience. So when the man says he was sorry and vowed to make sure this never happens again, I hope he's right. I hope he's right. Moving forward after this night, I feel like I have to emphasize my complete and total commitment to supporting law enforcement. And by the way, the last few times I've talked about drunk driving, people say, Steve, if only there was some app-based rideshare service that could get you home from the bar. If only there was such a thing. 
call an Uber, please. Please call an Uber. He said he's leaving a Christmas party before the traffic stop and has only gotten support from my colleagues, although a few have yelled at me for sure. I deserved it. Again, I give the guy credit. So he says his colleagues are supporting him, but they have yelled at him, and they do that out of love. We do that because we love you. Uh, The man was elected last year to the House of Representatives in North Dakota. He sits on the House Judiciary Committee. That's the panel that handles law enforcement legislation. He also is a wireline operator, which has something to do with oil fields and fracking of oil wells. Uh, Meanwhile, the uh, House Majority Leader said he had not seen the video in question, but I've heard enough about it. He would not say whether he is asking uh, the representative to resign or anything, but said he is looking at the options that are in front of me and wants to speak to the man before commenting further. Uh, Meanwhile, another person in the legislature said in a text message, we're deeply troubled by the dangerous decision to drive while intoxicated and the remarks to law enforcement officers. His behavior does not represent the values of our party. Uh, and then, of course, people from the other side of the aisle said his comments were reprehensible. So this is the day and age in which we live. Things like this years ago would either get swept under the rug or would just be a blip in a, in a news piece somewhere where somebody say, oh, there's a new docket entry at the court that shows somebody got arrested, and they figured out, oh, that's this guy. He's, he's, he's a lawmaker. That's big news. Nowadays, of course, it's all the body cam stuff. And so if it's not on YouTube yet, it will be soon. And it's the kind of thing that, you know, that first offense drunk driving by itself didn't teach you a lesson. Maybe the public shaming of having the video go viral will. But again, he says that, you know, he's sorry it happened. Uh, He's apologized. And he even said, drunk or not, shouldn't behave that way. So I give the guy credit. I give the guy credit, although I am disappointed with him pulling out the you don't know who I am, which is the reverse of the do you know who I am? <laughs> and I love it. In the videos and the cop goes, I don't care who you are. I treat everyone the same. And I've seen that more than once, too. So, Ian, thanks for sending it from MSN. Jack Dura wrote it. North Dakota lawmaker made homophobic remarks to an officer during a DUI stop. That's according to the body cam footage. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. One can never know for sure what a deserted area looks like.